morning, everyone. It's Monday, February 19th, 2024, President's Day. Morning, Eric. Morning to you, old man. Good to have you. Good to see you with me, buddy. And the rest of the live show gang is on the way. We'll see them soon. Oh, yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbean to host the Old Man's Podcast here, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Download the free Podbean podcast app to start recording and publishing your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. Download the free Podbean app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Head on over to Podbean at www.podbean.com and use the code PODCAST21. That's all capitalized, PODCAST21, for your first 30 days of podcast hosting for free. Check them out. Bienvenidos al Old Man's Podcast, el podcast del viejo. Nos puedes escuchar en la app de Podbean Podcast, en Apple y Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music y muchos otros lugares. Si nos quieres escuchar en vivo, nuestro show se transmite de lunes a viernes a las 8 a.m. Tiempo del Centro. And a good morning, everybody. Good to see you. Welcome for joining us. We are the Old Man's Podcast with Eric Kirk and the Navigators. Coming to you live. I don't know what's going on with that theme music. Sounds weird on my side. <laughs> Got a mind of its own this morning. Thank you, everybody, for coming in. Good to see you. It is Monday, the 19th. President's Day. It's President's Day. Yay. Uh, good to have you all here. Good to see what's going on. Let's see. Hey, this is a three-day weekend for people. I oh, think this is yeah, I think this is a federal holiday. Things are closed. No, no bank. No mail delivery no. today. Banks yeah. aren't open, and, and I know, but hey, I mean, hey, it's still just another Manic Monday for us. I know we yeah. got Doctor here, we got CP, we got Paul D. We're still waiting for Sean to show up. Yeah, she'll show up. Yeah, it, it is. It's just another There's day. Russ. There's Russell. Uh, just another day. Just another day in another day in paradise yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, man. Um, yeah. I, I've been thinking. I, I think I'm going to uh, I'm gonna change up some formatting here, Eric, on the uh, the Old Man's Podcast. I've been doing some thinking. going to change things up a bit. You know, it's been about two years since we changed things up uh, the last time. So I'm thinking about doing it again. Try to oh, keep wow. things fresh. Keep things from being all stagnant, you know. Yeah, so we'll see what's going to go on. I don't know yet. I'm still thinking. Thinking and thinking and stinking. That's what I'm doing. Uh, talked a little bit with Grammy about it. Uh, Grammy is now being uh, promoted. She is not just the uh, CE, uh, the CFO of the uh, Old Man's Podcast. She is now the president 
of the old man's podcast programming. So <laughs> she's been elevated. And I think we have a new, uh, we're, we're elevating you, Eric, to uh, vice president of marketing. You're going to be uh-huh. uh, vice president of marketing now. Hey, Joseph. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to change things up a bit. We're going to see what's going on. I don't know. We'll see. Kelsey, got to keep things fresh, keep things going. Keep things moving forward. Don't want to get stuck in a rut. Joseph, what is going on, my man? I need Joseph to uh, enlighten us as to what's going on with that um, EML podcast. Is it EML? Is that the name of it, Joseph? EML? Uh, Oh, there he is right there. That EML, it's on Sunday mornings. Joseph, my man, how are you, buddy? Good morning to one and all. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Eric. Good morning to the entire Hello, listening audience out there. Yeah, buddy, yeah. Kind of light this morning, but I think it's because of the holiday. Yeah. We got a holiday. Today is President's Day. Hey, um, uh, so Joseph, what is uh what is this EML, this podcast? Uh First off, who's the lovely lady? Who's the okay. lovely lady? That's <laughs> so it's a bit of an odd story, but it's actually LMS Radio, LMS Radio, uh-huh. and it's broadcast uh, out of Surrey, uh, England, which is just outside of outside of London. Uh-huh. And uh, this is totally by accident. This was not a planned thing. It is. Um, one night I was working on my podcast, Foolish Thoughts by a Fool for Learning, and uh, I decided to get on Podbean to see who was there. Just who was right. hold on. This is about 8.30, 9 o'clock, and uh-huh. LMS Radio was broadcasting. So I clicked on it, and she was playing some uh, ragtime. She was playing um, uh, some Scott Joplin uh, uh-huh. music, and I just commented that, oh, I like Scott Joplin, blah, blah, blah. So she invited me on. And asked me what my thoughts were, and I says, "Well, Scott Joplin, you know, is, you know, fairly well known in the U.S. Not by a lot of people, but but decently, and had a resurgence, as you may remember, with the movie. Um, uh, uh, there was the second one was the Entertainer, but the first one was the the movie with Robert Redford uh, in it. Uh, what was it? Um, uh, I, I can't remember. It came out in '73, um, and." We talked a little bit, and she asked me if I would come on the following week and talk yeah. about Ragtime and Scott Joplin. And in, partic- Good to have you. and in particular, um, about what was happening in New York City at that time, since I mentioned I lived in New York City, I then invited her on to my podcast and interviewed her. So her name is Gina. I don't know a lot about her other than she was um, a-, a person who took care of the elderly and she'd have uh-huh. these contracts and she'd travel around the world taking care of people like one-year contracts, two-year contracts. So she's lived in Switzerland. She lived in Nigeria. She has some relatives in Nigeria that she took care of uh, around the UK. I think she said she may have even lived in France for a bit doing this kind of health home care. You know, person comes and lives in the house with you and takes care of you 24 hours a day. And, uh, and so every week I'm invited on to LMS Radio for her show, usually on Saturday night. And she picks the tunes and I do a little research and talk about the tunes, like the the artist or the music or where you might find the music uh, being part of that sort of stuff. 
Now is it set? I thought it was Sunday. I thought I, I thought so I tuned in. You you did turn in Sunday. Normally she does Saturday night, but she sometimes accommodates oh, me. Oh. Like last Saturday, we had relatives in town and. We all went out to dinner, so I couldn't do Saturday night, so we did Sunday. But normally it's Saturday night, about 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. She broadcasts from the UK, so you know 8.30 uh, Eastern Standard Time is 12.30 a.m., kind of an odd hour, but that's what time she broadcasts in the UK. So she is broadcasting this Saturday night. I told her I may or may not be on. I'm working now. Oh, uh-huh. what a terrible thing I'm working. Um, and I'm working now, so I may not be able to join her. It depends on what time I get home from work. Yeah, well, I just, uh, you know, that's the second time I've been able to catch the show. And I got to tell you, I love it. I love the well, show. Thank you. Thank I mean, you. I, love the, I love the music that's playing. But I, I love that old stuff, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm sad. I hope you guys re, revisit the ragtime. I love ragtime, you know. I do too. I was hoping she'd also do music from the '40s, some of the big band stuff. But it's her show, so she chooses whatever she yeah. wants, and you know, I kind of try to figure it out. Uh, l- lately, a lot of it has been the cop. It's been it's been mostly copyright free stuff. Uh-huh. Can you know post it back up without uh, getting the, uh, the the wrath of the gods uh, for copywriting? Well, from what I understand, and I. I used to have a I used to have a uh, some information from uh, um, copyright stuff. I mean, copyright information, an official form or reading a readout or something. But anyway, it it implied that there is no copyright violation if it's used for educational purposes. In other mm-hmm. words, like she doesn't play a very long clip. You know, she doesn't play a very long clip. And then if you're telling people about the music and about the artist, now it falls under this under this thing of entertainment, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. I mean, not entertainment, education, Patience. education. And I think there's, I think there's, um, uh, I think that's a way to get around that. Now I I've tried to find that and I can't find it. I don't know what I did with it. Uh, but uh, that was years ago that I found that. Uh, that, it, it, that, that. Yeah, and you are correct about about the educational purpose. If you're using it, let's say you're using a snippet of it to talk about, you know, movie soundtracks, and we do the intro to the movie Patton, you know, with the the trumpets blaring and all that. You're you are correct on that. There should be no copyright violation. I think if you play the whole thing, which might be why she cuts it off a little bit earlier than the end of the song. um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, then I, I think and you're not she's not making any money on it either. Right. Not using it for any kind of advertising or any of that kind of stuff. Right. 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 I think that's how she gets around it. But uh, yeah, so it's just kind of this song. And I I got my list for next week and I'm putting it to doing my research on it um, about halfway through and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. Well, anyway, I wanted to tell you, man, I really enjoy that show. I mean, I I really do. I'm going to try to catch it. Because it it's a blast, man. I, well, I mean, you. I love it. Plus, I love music. I, I'm a music guy. I love it. I love talking about music and, and all that stuff. So, uh, let's say hello to uh, oh for oh we got Shelby. Hello, Shelby. Good to see hey, you there. How are you this morning? Oh, we are great. We are great. I sent a uh, oh and to speak and speaking of which, there she is, LMS, right there in the studio. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you check out her show on Saturdays. And then we have uh, Shonda, our 
navigator for uh, Monday is with us. Hi, Shonda. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Hi, Shane. Hi, Shonda. That's actually more how I am, but I'm I'm gonna yeah. put on the I'm gonna put on the good face. Yeah, I sent an invite to Russ. I know he's probably busy with the kids. Uh, I, he, I was did a, he put out a reminder an hour ago this morning, so that was nice. Good morning, yeah. everyone. I want to. Uh, I'm glad you are here, and I'm glad, I'm glad Shelby's here, and uh, Russ is at least Russ is in the uh, chat. Uh, the only one missing is uh, Amber. But I am. I'm giving some thought. I'm thinking about. Uh, a little bit of a, a change up with the show. Um, and I want to throw it out to you guys and see what you guys think. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's been what, almost two years now, Shonda, two years since uh, uh, you and Russ and uh, we, we picked up this uh, new Nav uh, navigator everyday show type format. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, I've been struggling. I, I I guess I just hit a uh, you know, I hit a little bit of a rut, and I've been struggling listening, looking at the show, thinking about what to do, and um, I've come up with this idea. Now I I want to throw this out to you guys and see what you think. But and Eric, Eric, and too, and Joseph, I'd like your impact too. But you know, I'm thinking that um, we start the week, we start the week, and we have a a topic a communal topic that we kick it off like shonda we would kick it off with uh with your show on monday and say um like this mixing things up we're talking about that and then so we discuss it here and then that same topic uh russ is with us now that same topic follows from day to day to day to day you know so like you and i talk it we said it go we get it going we get talking about it and then on Tuesday with Amber, we continue the topic, uh, say the topic of shaking things up and, uh, you know, getting out of a rut. And then Amber's perspective of it. And then we go to that show. And then Wednesday comes Shelby's perspective of that same topic. You know, that same topic follows us all the way through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. And then Friday, Friday, of course, is our Promote Your Podcast Day and that kind of stuff. And I was even thinking of, you know, you guys, uh, you navigators, send me a list of topics, and then uh, I'll just pick one and I'll put a notice out to everybody for the week coming up. Say, say next week, starting next week, uh, we're going to talk about humor. We're going to talk about humor, you know, and uh, you know, just stuff about humor. You know, what what is funny, what isn't funny, why do we laugh? You know, just that kind of stuff. And then all through the week, we carry that same topic all through the week but with the different perspectives. How does that sound? I mean, does that make like any it. sense? Yeah, I was, I was talking to Grammy. What is this? How well, does you that... know, I like to do topic topic talks because, yeah. uh, I mean, it's, it's fine and fun to just chit chat about anything and everything, which is part of what we do. But, um, but I think it's nice to have some sort of topic or focus or education or whatever that we're, you know, talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, what do you think? What do you think, uh, Shelby? What do you think, Russ? Joseph, what's your ideas on something like that? That sounds good, man. Oh. I like it. Yeah, Spanky yeah. says, just wing it. Just wing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a, in a way, we are. In a way, we are just winging it, but we have a specific, uh, a specific, a specific topic or a thought for that day, you know, yeah. for that week. 
And uh, and I thought like next week, kicking it off with, uh, you know, talking about humor, that kind of stuff. And I'm thinking, what a better way to start it, because on the 26th, we do the author highlights with, uh, who is it, Neil? Often. Mm -hmm. Neil Often, and he wrote that book, you know, that that book, uh, you know, Building a Better Boomer. boomer. And it's kind of a humorous book, you know. Uh, So, I don't know. Shelby, did you have any thoughts? What do you think? I like it. I mean, it's it's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, and you know, and then we, you know, we start talking. I mean, even as far as like Shelby, as far as that goes, like when it comes your day, you're thinking, you know, well, we could, you know, you could, you could go, well, you know, when people are, when people are feeling down in that, you know, and they're just having a hard time grabbing, you know, we have some herbs that could help pick a person up and give them a better state of frame of mind. I mean, you know, we can branch it off into anything and everything, really, as long as the center subject is, is, uh, is humor, you know? Right. Yeah, I think I I don't know. I like it. What do you think, Joe? I think that's a great idea. I would just, I think maybe just on Friday, maybe make it a free for all day. Yeah, Friday. Podcasters coming on and just a free for all, whatever people want to talk about. You see that a lot on, you know, on talk radio sometimes. So I think it's a great idea. Give it a shot for a couple of months. I, you know, uh, if it works, great. If it doesn't, hey, then change it again. Yeah, and Friday is going to always remain that. Promote your podcast, uh, wing it, uh, free-for-all Friday, Joseph. That's not going to change. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, the only thing is, is I'm going to kind of clamp down and make it make sure we stay family-friendly mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and uh, kind of button down on some of the uh, uh, the heated the heated part of it, you know, just kind mm-hmm. of, you know, manage that a little bit better. Because, you know, we didn't win – we didn't win the awards we won for family-friendly podcasting, you know, for other than the fact that we're family-friendly podcasting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so why do I want to change? Why do I want to change from that? Yay, we won it. We're family-friendly content. We won those awards. Now let's go something else. No, I want to stay where we're at. <laughs> Spanky says family-friendly. Dang it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you Spanky. don't find a lot of that out there. So no. I think it's nice to be the haven of that for some people. And, George. you know, there's plenty yeah, of not family friendly everywhere that can and be it's found. A good, yeah. And it's always been my thought is it's a good way to start the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's a good way to start the day. So, you know, that's what I'm thinking. So I'll still give us some thought, you know, this week. We'll just uh, do like we know we have been normally doing and then we'll kick this whole thing off next week on the 26th and uh and so everybody knows what's going to be humor you know and we can talk about anything you know eric you can bring up you know if you want to talk about old uh comedy root uh comedy uh teams from the from our history you know uh from tv or anything and everything you know humor what makes us laugh and why do we laugh you know that kind of stuff i was thinking about that this morning too and i think what a great what a great start talking yeah, you know. Well, I know coffee brewing is our favorite sound here at the Old Men's Podcast Show. <laughs> yeah, Spanky. <laughs> Dead baby jokes are off the table. Come on. <laughs> well, and I, and I know, like, our style of, like, being family friendly here at the Old Men's Podcast Show is, like, w- whether you're in the chat or on the call panel, we ask that you refrain from, like, cursing and, and of course, 
you know, like like certain do's and don'ts and try not to have discussions that are too inflammatory. Well, and I think avoiding sexual innuendo is important. That, that too. too. Yes. I think yes, I think there's been a, you know, occasionally we've had a, a line crossed a little bit on some of those things. And the old man's pretty good about doing the horn. But, um, but you know, we, we, we do want to make sure that if we've we, been, we don't want suggested. Well, yeah, and if we've invited here, people here by saying, Welcome hey, this is a safe place even for kids to listen to, and then we have that stuff going on, then and of course we don't believe it's safe for kids. For harassment. Right. Hello, cat. Yeah. No, we got to get right. back. If we want to be safe for kids, we want to be safe for kids and adults. Exactly. And that's what and that's the way we've always been. And like you said, we've kind of slipped a little bit, but I want to reel it in. I I I I don't, I don't just want to, I feel I need to, I need to reel it back in, uh, just for the sanity of the podcast, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, when you start doing something for four years, I mean, four years is a long time and we're not that far from our four year anniversary and, uh, you know, you lose focus and, and that kind of stuff. So you got to keep, you got to, you got to bring it back. You got to bring it back into focus. But and that's what I want to do. Go ahead, Eric. And then one, one thing we, we also value doing here at the Old Man's Podcast Show is we like to keep conversations and topics informative and enlightening. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you know, know and, and, and provide content you might otherwise not find anywhere else. Yeah, exactly. I know Russ yeah, has been so, kind of quiet. Uh, Russ, for whatever it's there. worth, I know that you said you want to reel it back in, bring it back to the basics, all that stuff, but over the last year, you had more downloads and more interaction than you have any other year. So keep that in mind, too. <laughs> so no, you're saying go ahead and curse it up. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I have thought of that. No, no, I'm I not saying cuss it up at all. I'm saying just, you know, you, you did better this past year than you have any other Thank you, year. LMS. There has, there has to be a reason for that. Yeah. Well, no, no, and I have. And I've examined, I'm examining all the data and I'm looking at all the data too. Yeah, you're right. There is. And, uh, but, but there's still that element that you don't want to, you don't want to cross that line and go back. You know, you don't want to cross that line and, uh, and totally, totally forget what got you there. Because, you know, uh, you know, because, uh, just keep the good, what I'm saying is just keep the good stuff from this past year that, you know, made it excel. Oh yeah, yeah most definitely. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think there's been a lot of good stuff, and I think um, mixing it up with the different people each day has been part of what did help the growth. Because, you know, maybe people don't like my day as much, or they don't like someone else's day as much, and they can always, you know, go in and it's a different show each day. Even if we go on a basic uh, topic each week, it's still going oh. to be a different show each day. Because exactly. each person is going to approach it differently, and you have different people that come in each different day. Right. Like one of the aspects is, uh, you know, we were always, and we said this a lot last year at the very beginning, we stay away from religion and political topics. And we did for most part of the year. But now we're diving deeper and deep. We're starting to get more and more into the... Uh, uh, religious and pol political aspect, we, we, you know, that door cracked open a little bit and it was fine, but now the door's getting more and more open. It's opening wider and wider. And I, I want to get back to closing that door a little bit, you know, bring that down a little bit, bring that down a little bit, you know, right. Um, uh, you know, because I want, you know, because that does get a little carried away. Uh, 
but and uh, because that those topics exist also everywhere else and exactly we want to be a haven where people can not think about those things for a little bit not that religion is bad for everyone but we, we just want to be a haven where everyone can just be and chat and talk about educational informational fun things that don't involve those things yeah or or the same with politics politics is fine but it's everywhere yeah. You know, we don't, we don't want, we want to be that, I I want to, want us to continue to be that island. And, uh, you know, we, I don't want to be like everybody else. I've never wanted to be like everybody else. I always, I've always wanted to be that island that offers something different. That's not saying that those shows are bad. They're not bad. They're not bad. They serve their purpose. Uh, that's why we don't do news because everybody does news. You know, we yeah. trying to try to stay from, we try to Get back to being that island, uh, that island that people can come in, catch their breath, you know, have a, you know, have a mellow time, have some laughs, have some giggles, you know, be refreshed and then jump back in and go back out into the middle of everything. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Enjoy your Mountain Dew and Moon Pie and not think about all the junk going on in the world. Yeah. Right. And after you, and then you have to, have, and then after you have your Moon Pie and your, and your, and you're uh, Mountain Dew and you're chilling and it's like the show's over. It's like, okay, time to roll up the sleeves and jump back into it. Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly what we started and how we've been. And I want to make sure I maintain that. Uh, We're the little respite in the corner of the boxing ring of life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're the, <laughs> we we put the we put the we put the stool out so you can come and sit down and rest and then you know we flapping the towel on you cooling you off you know, <laughs> get yourself a drink and rinsing that mouth guard you know and uh, filling you up with things like you know keep your hands up don't drop your hands keep your hands up jab 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 you know all right get them all ready and you go okay ding 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 time to get back out there see you tomorrow. <laughs> exactly i like that yeah yeah it's just a just a refocusing getting back into it back into it and uh that's what it is you know and um yeah yeah and the more i've talked with you guys the more i've talked about it the more i feel better about it it's something about when you're speak when you when you have an idea if you talk it out you know i used to always say this to people when they're trying to when they're when they're talking about something i always say are you are you trying to justify it to yourself or justify it to me? You know, and that's sometimes that's what we do when we talk things out. We're not we're not trying to justify it to somebody else. We're just trying to justify it to ourselves because it it sounds better when you speak it and you converse it with some you're with friends. You know, it, it it's better when you do that because then you can hear what you're saying and it makes sense. I've, I've said things to Grammy. I think I've thought it out in my mind and everything, and I'm thinking, yeah, that's it. I've got it. All right, Grammy, listen, this is what we're going to do. And then I'm saying it, and it's like, no, nah, that doesn't make any sense. Forget it. <laughs> erase, erase, erase. Don't don't pay any attention to me. I, I've lost my marbles. Don't pay any attention to me. I've lost yeah. it. Yeah. So. Well, and because obviously it's not going to be my choice each week on Monday. It's going to be whatever we've all decided the week before. So we all need to let you know this week or, well, no, if, just humor me is, out. if humor is next week, then we've got one week going. So we need to let yeah. you know what Humor's, we want to talk about the week after. Humor is definitely next week. And then, uh, you know, if I don't get any ideas, then you're you're at my whim. You're at my whim of what we're going to talk about, you mm -hmm. know. 
but I will come up with a subject, you know, then we'll focus on not and just going to. And M plus two, you know, that kind of encourages the navigators to kind of tune into the other people or download the other people's shows and see what we were talking about, you know. Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. A few little Yeah, notes. I can't always tune in in the mornings, but I do download the other shows because yeah, exactly. I, I like to listen to the other the other days and, you know. Uh-huh. Oh, well, that went over that went over better than I thought. <laughs> I thought everybody was going to rebel on me and they were going to fire me. <laughs> no, we're firing. Not Led balloons there. Uh, oh man. Well, and it is your show. Right. Oh, that's right. I forgot it is, isn't it? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but it might just like, you know, ah, it sounds good. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. So, and I think, and uh, I thought the humor, that's a perfect way to kick it off with uh, that Neil often so we can uh, uh, talk a little bit about his book because it seems a little humorous to me. Seems a little humorous to me. So, yeah. Anyway, good things. Hey, so <laughs> Shonda, I got that. Uh, so this week, it's just like it has been. No real subject for the week, but by all means, you navigators, by all means, remember when it's your day. I mean, you got something to say. You know, now's your that's your day to say it. You know, uh, Mr. Igma, is that how you say that? Igma. Enigma. Enigma. Hello, everybody. I'm Mr. Ignitma, and I'm I'm your lovely and mysterious host of the little show called House of Mystery. House of Mystery. It should be said with a Scottish accent. Uh, welcome to the House of Mystery. For those brave enough to enter, kick up your feet, grab an ice cold beverage of your choice, and enjoy your stay every fr- every Saturday, Friday, Friday, starting at eight thirty p.m. Central Time, unless the show has to be canceled. Topics include movies, books. Poems, unsolved mysteries, cold cases, current current cases, and actually anything and everything the fans slash listeners want to talk about. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. And uh, by all means, uh, Mr. Igna, Ig- Enigma. Enigma. <laughs> by all <laughs> means, be sure to come in on Friday during our show. And uh, hit that call button. Come on and call in and tell us about it because that's what we do on Fridays. We promote other people's shows, trying to get them, uh, you know, an audience. So by all means, feel free to come in on Fridays and do that. But what you did right here is fine also. Uh, but uh, Friday is our focus in uh, promoting podcasts. So, uh, Shonda, so um, I opened up my email and I saw that email. Shonda Sinclair sent you a voicemail. And I'm thinking, <laughs> what? What is that all about? You know? And so I, I opened it up and it goes, here's the link to get your voicemail on the webpage dashboard. Oh, go, we got. Did you know that was a feature? I just. No. Okay, so for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, I was looking at our website over the weekend and thinking I need to do a new blog post. And in the bottom right corner on our pod page on theoldmanspodcast.com, there is a little microphone in the bottom right corner. And it says, when you click on it, it says send voicemail. So I thought, well, that's interesting. I'd never seen that before. So I sent the old man a voicemail message through the through the web uh, web page. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and it said, what? old man, did you know we could send voicemail? <laughs> yeah. No, I did. And I did not. And I, there you go. So that's another way 
that uh, everybody can get a hold of us and, uh, you know, give us a message. So you can go to our webpage. I put the webpage in the chat right there, www.theoldmanspodcast.com. And you can find that little, uh, that, that, uh, that little telephone icon thing. And um, I don't know. Can I pull it up? I'm going to look again and see if I can. Um, What about listeners um, suggesting topics? Are we opening up to let listeners say, hey, I want to hear you guys talk about this topic? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, And you can do that by that new feature we just uh, found out with our webpage. You can either do it in a voicemail or you could send it to uh, the old man's podcast at gmail.com. Any suggestions in that? But I will say this: Don't be butt hurt if if we don't do it. I mean, you know, right, you're right, right. Don't have your little feelings hurt. Uh, but uh, you know, I will be keeping a list of topics. You know, and here is our our old man's podcast at gmail dot com. And there's our email address. Let's not make it like Jerry Springer, but let's make it interesting. Well, and that's that's that goes to kind of what we were talking about. It will definitely stay family friendly, which I think Jerry Springer kind of wasn't a lot of the time, no. even though no. he didn't have bad language, but it wasn't really a good, clean, family friendly show. So it will definitely not be like Jerry Springer. Yeah. And I mean, you know, just just because uh, topics have been suggested remember doesn't mean that they're, they're going to be picked to talk about because that's one thing we're going to take into consideration you know nope that's too hot of a topic or no i don't see where that's going to be any very interesting or you know uh right. you know. <laughs> yeah. family friendly i'm surprised you let me in well that's because you're in the chat room there spankster <laughs> you know, you've, you've always been welcome in the show and you've always been well uh well-mannered and and that so you know i mean yeah. uh how about pod shows or pod versus how about pod shows versus pod shows oh host, host versus, versus host, host. Nah. those are better hosting no we're not we're not doing that we're not going to slam other people's podcasts you know well, uh, and we aren't in competition with each other the navigators no, you know we no. are a family we are a pod people family yeah. and um enigma says he hopes that everybody stays respectful i think he meant on his show but if you notice in this show all of everyone is respectful to each other and and for one the old man doesn't put up with disrespect from someone to another person which is important so if the host wants respect from the people in the chat room or on the panel the host has to command that respect from everybody but i think we have a really good group in that we all are respectful of each other we all do admire each other's work and um we're not pitting each other we're not we're not pitting one against another no nor will i pit navigator against navigator guest against no. guest you come into our show it's a safe haven i know i'm not i mean you say uh george says well i mean i'm i'm not meaning to slam them just to make it fun of course well yeah, but we're not going to make people the butt of jokes, you know. We're more we're of to... uh, skipping and holding hands while we jump rope kind of group. <laughs> and or make fun of the old man. I mean, you know, that's always open. I mean, you know, I'm, that's I'm part not of skipping it. anywhere, Shonda. 
Y'all can y'all can skip ahead. I'll I'll walk behind you. Russ, you gotta find your inner child again. Let's skip together. Maybe Russ can't skip though because men, of his men don't oh. men don't skip. We may jump, we may leap, we may hop. We we don't skip. Okay, I'll skip, skip and you hop next to us. I, I tried to I tried to skip the other day and almost crashed into the sofa. So yeah, Russ is kind of right. I, I don't know. Grammy and I. You know what, Russ? Up. I want to see the video of you leaping through the cotton field. <laughs> Send it on. <laughs> Right now, it's just a bunch of grass. <laughs> well, that all but the yeah, better. We, we, you have we, room. Yeah, yeah. When we get the cotton growing, I'll do that for you. Have yeah. you seen those? Well, you know, on the little road next to the cotton field, the little tractor yeah. road. Give me some, give me some leaping and jumping and hopping. I want to see it. Have and I also those? can't skip very well. I got a bad knee. Sorry, old man. Oh yeah. Hey, have you seen those videos out there that uh, they they the mo majority of them that I see they always start out. It's all about the music, and they'll take these scenes from uh, you know certain movies you know that are pretty and in, pretty intense scenes of something, and they'll they'll edit them up and put them like with corny music. Hey, Marlon, and I. I'm telling you, it does. It totally changes what you're looking at. You know, uh, like like skipping in the rain. You're gonna have that, and they time it, they edit it, and time it so it's all perfectly matched. You know, uh, it might be a fight scene, but it's you know, you're dancing in the rain. We're dancing, <laughs> and it just it is hilarious. I mean, yeah. it, it is hilarious. Yeah. Have you seen those? I have, and I've seen the ones where they remove the the music track altogether and yeah. it, it's totally different too and it just it's flat it loses a lot of meaning music gives things a lot of of depth and meaning it does and it sets the mood it sets the mood it sets the atmosphere that if you want I, I don't know if you could well the only way you could do it is if you just turn the sound off but, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, music's without the soundtrack. And if you just had dialogue and you didn't hear any music in the background, no soundtrack, nothing, you know, no noises. And that kind of, I mean, they would just be so bland. I mean, nothing, nothing would really nothing would really scare you, you know, because you don't have that music building up to it. Yeah. It's just like, for example, that one thing, Jaws. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Yeah. I mean, you know, that that alone, I mean, if you were if you walked outside your house to go to work, you go to your truck, and all of a sudden you hear that dun, 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 <laughs> you turn turn around, go back in the house. No, not going out today. What's yeah. that? I was welcoming Gary. Yeah, you, you, oh hi. Hey Gary. Yeah, you just would not you and Miss Dixie. Hi, Miss Dixie. Man, you just would not would not do it. And I've always thought that that'd be kind of fun to have that. Uh, I always thought it'd be kind of fun to have that kind of uh, stuff going on. You know that that music in the background of your life. You know, uh, like when the boss says he wants to see you, you're at work, and it's kind of happy, jovial little music. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll go see the boss. Or if it's that really suspenseful stuff, dun dun dun. Yeah, I think I gotta go take a coffee break. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what I learned recently? Uh, did you see that I put in the article about the pineal gland and the energy that your pineal gland has? Yes, I, I was going to ask you about that. 
Well, I want to do some more looking into it, but I learned that frequency, sound frequency, affects the working of your pineal gland. And remember when we did the cultural study on the um, the throat singing, mm-hmm. the the Mongolian throat singing, that yes. is found to be one of the beneficial sounds that stimulates your pineal gland and not just the throat singing but a lot of the other frequencies and vocalizations that cultural groups have used throughout the centuries um stimulate the pineal gland now what is what is that gland where is it and what is it it's in it's in it's behind your eye area and it's back of the brain up well so it's basically your third eye the forehead Ah. area is where they say um that is and so infrared thermometers can Mm. adversely affect your pineal gland and a lot of other things that are directed at your head the front or the top of your head can can adversely affect it and cellular phone emfs can adversely affect it a lot of the um electronic electrical debris that we have in our modern world adversely affects it and certain sound frequencies can help remedy that yeah certain yeah uh, uh, exactly it is funny that when i saw that article I mean that you started to talk about it. It wasn't it wasn't two days prior to that. I was watching one of my favorite cartoons on TV, American <laughs> Dad, and they talked about it. I swear, Shonda, their whole show centered around that and centered around how the son, Steve, was trying to to focus on that and develop that third eye. And, uh, and, uh, that's why it just blew my mind when you, when you brought it up, I went, oh my gosh, you know, am I, am I supposed to be thinking about that? But yeah, it's yeah. tied to it. I guess it, when I got it out of that show is like, it's tied to the third eye kind of a, also tied into some kind of some, some form of well, it psychic, psychic yeah. type stuff. Suppose, well, they, they refer, yeah, well, without getting into religion, yes, it is referred to as the. The, the piece of you that is, that is the seat of the soul is how some people groups have always thought of it. Um, but it regulates your circadian rhythm. It's an endocrine gland that um, is your melatonin secretion gland. And it regulates your sleeping and your waking. And it regulates a lot of other hormone functions Welcome, in your Teresa. body. So if it goes all wacky, you're you're out of you're out of alignment with you know a full Mm -hmm. full healthy alignment yep yeah i i I, it it actually requires more study and research for sure uh it's just fascinating uh when i just to me the the whole thing about me seeing it on that cartoon and then you talking about it just blew my mind. <laughs> totally blew my mind. So it says it's a pine cone shaped structure in the midline brain area about the size of a grain of rice. 
and it forms That's part. Cool. Yeah, it forms part of your epithalamus. Um, it is attached to the rest of the brain by the pineal stalk. So it's kind of at the back of the brain where the, or the base where, where the two lobes connect. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, is it a... It transmits serotonin. I think it has a huge part to play in mental health. I and do too. I think that um, because we've disrupted it, and we disrupt so much, so many other parts of our endocrine system with, you know, all the junk in the world um, and the food and the whatever. I'm thinking they do need to study it more because it could be uh, the key to some of the major mental health issues that we've got in modern times. Right. Yeah, have we neglected it? That, you know, have we reached a point where, because, I don't know. It's think. I think it goes like into the thing of um, us having an imagination and developing imagination, our our daydreaminess. You know, uh, just sitting in wonder and that kind of stuff. I mean, it. We've stopped. We've definitely stopped doing all that. I mean, we, we, nobody has an imagination anymore. Very few. If you're an artist of some sort, yes, you you have a vivid imagination because that's how art's formed through our imagination, you know, uh, and I think maybe, maybe, maybe something like that, you know, we're not developing that part of our brain, which weakens that. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's all very interesting. Well, they've always thought of it the same way they think of the appendix, like, oh, it doesn't do much. It's, it's kind of an extraneous, you know, extra part. Um, but actually the appendix has a very, uh, important function. And I think so does the pineal gland. You know, that kind of stuff, because I, I, I was just reading a statement here, it says in 1917, it was known that the extract of calpina, uh, what is it? Penile? Penile? <laughs> penile. What are you reading? That gland. That gland. <laughs> Enlightened the color of penile frog gland. skin. Penile. Penal. It enlightened the color of frog skin back in 1917. As yet, the the secret secret. I can see. I, that's why I don't. I I, I I I can't even say all these big words. Are you saying what pineal gland? Yeah, pineal, pineal. Uh, it said here that the extract from a cow pineal uh, gland enlight or whatever enlightened the color of frog skin. So there was some kind of a. You know, interaction and uh, functions of the gland are regulated by light and dark. Mm -hmm. The gland produces uh, a number of hormones. Uh, but my 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 point was, this is all these all st these studies go back to like the beginning of the twentieth uh, century. You know, back in the nineteen hundreds. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, that's before we had all the you know, all the stuff that consumes us nowadays. We got more stuff that consumes our attention and consumes our brain than ever before. And this kind of stuff is neglected. And I think, well, like you I said, hormone, if it's hormone balance and levels, I think are at the very center of, of our overall health, including especially our mental health. If your hormones are not in, in balance, you're, 
you're, you're at risk in a lot of ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, because they're always, it seems like people are confounded by the amount of mental illness or, you know, mental problems that are out there. And it's like, gee, I wonder why, what, well, I wonder why, what are we doing to cause all this stuff? I don't think it's what we're doing. It's what we're not doing. Yeah. You know, you know, we've gotten away from all that stuff. We need to go back and examine, you know, the early 20th century. You know, we need to start examining how life was back then. Take all of modernness, modernization out of the picture. And, uh, you know, like we were talking about the podcast, going back to the basics. If we would just in humanity go back to the basics, I think we would begin to see this stuff, you know, and start correcting. A lot of these problems would start correcting like that, the that gland and, and you know, um, I don't know. Does that make sense to you? What I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, well, my brother always laughs and says, oh, you'd like to go live in a mud hut. Well... I, I enjoy the technology that lets us talk right now like we are doing, but yeah. I think, yes, on the whole, we need to go back to basics, which is what Shelby's trying to do with her herbal studies. Exactly. And, you know, I think we need to go back to some of those basics, um, you know, your Tai Bye. Chi and some of the Eastern medicine or... Uh, you know, medicine that is that predates allopathic medicine. Um, I think we need to go back and remember how to embrace those things. Right. Exactly. This <laughs> all the overall health of humanity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say, Shelby? No, oh, no, I was just agreeing. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's why I think herbs and that are so important. You know, I think we need to get back to that stuff. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm, I agree with the, the pro progress we've made in humanity as far as technology and, and, and everything. But I mean, the, uh, to me, the, one of the, the, the negative things about that is we get so dependent on, electronics and technology and that we forget the basics the basic parts of being a human and uh i was talking with i was talking with poe over the weekend and uh you know we were talking about the stars and the heavens you know and we have we're getting to the point where you know a simple thing like like just staring up to the stars is almost impossible now because of all the light pollution and everything that's surrounding surrounding us in the atmosphere you know because yeah. light gets up there and bounces around and we can't we can't see the sky for how the sky really is and that's uh you know that's that's one of the wonderments of this whole big creation called the universe is being able to look out there and we used to look humanity used to look up to the heavens and be in you know be in sync and uh uh get moved spiritually and emotional by the things they're observing up way in the sky you know the night sky because actually the night sky is more natural than daylight 
Right. You know, if you think about it, yeah. day is is not the natural state. Nighttime is our natural state. Because when you're out in space, everything's dark. I mean, you're you're seeing you're seeing the universe as it is. You're see, it's out there it's dark cuz the sun But I think the natural state for humans is day. I think the sun is what we thrive on. If we oh, we can't exist in the dark, isn't that interesting? The, we would we would we would shrivel up if we were only yeah. in darkness all the time. The yeah, the sun is life. <clears throat> the sun is like life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes things grow. It causes things to grow. Um, you know, and that's just you know, and and that's just one of the things that we've gotten away from. I won't say worshiping it, but uh, but, but being artificial thankful light. For it. Artificial light interrupts your endocrine system also. Isn't that interesting? It yes. it interrupts that circadian rhythm. Uh, it interrupts the, the pineal glands um, hormone regulation. And especially the little red LED lights that exist on your alarm clock at night. It, uh -huh. it keeps, it messes with your rhythm. If you maybe can't see it, but I have to put an actual extra cover over my eyes at night to keep any light out because your eye, it can go, it goes through your eyelids. Your brain can see it uh -huh. and it interrupts your rhythm. But I have friends who've been on the same property for, who were on the same property for almost 40 years. It was a rural property about 18 miles out of town. And we used to go there and do nighttime sky viewing with a telescope and all of that. Oh. And it was so dark on, on the nights with no moon, you could see so many more stars than ever I've seen anywhere else. And mm -hmm. over the years, it's gotten a little less and a little less because now when you're out there, you can actually see the glow from the city on the horizon that you didn't yep. used to be able to see because the city keeps growing and growing and growing and taking away that darkness mm -hmm. exactly that's why i'm a oh, firm believer Gary's, that we <clears throat> go ahead gary says that's why i never got to see the meteor shower because i feel cheated i'm in town yeah there's a lot of things you can't see <clears throat> yeah um well you know there are i was going to mention last week when we were talking a little bit about light pollution um i and i think i've mentioned it before that there are darkness sanctuaries in certain states where you can travel you can go on a vacation to a darkness sanctuary and at night there is no light allowed within 250 miles of some of these places and you get to actually see the dark sky as it once was. Yeah, there's a couple of spots in the state of Washington in my state that are like that. And I am going to seek them out because by golly, before before my my time runs out, I've got to go see the sky like that. You know, yeah. I was never in all the camping and that that Grammy and I have done. I was never that aware of it. You know, I, I, I mean, we're camping. Yeah, we're, you know, roasting marshmallows and all that. And it's nighttime and, you know, we're talking. And I was never that aware of the night sky like I am now. I want to so desperately see it. I want to see 
someplace where you can see that Milky Way, that Milky Way galaxy, that our our galaxy, you can see it cutting across the sky. You know, I have just I've got this this uh, deep this deep want and desire to get someplace where I can see that. I mean, uh, well, and I feel your ancestors talking to you, right? Because Mm -hmm. I mean, you get to experience something that people thousands of years ago experienced, or even just a few hundred years ago experienced, um, that, that is all new to us, but it's part of human history. Mm -hmm. So you get to soak up kind of that feeling of, of being in, a part of human history when you get to experience things like that. You know, another thing too, is if you're out and running around out in the woods or out in the mountains and that, I mean, if you stop and pick up a rock, just pick up a rock and you're probably picking up something. Well, I know you are, you're picking up something that's been around for millions of years. I mean, it's a rock. They're, they're just not being created and popping out of the ground like a plant. You know, it's a rock, but you know, do you ever think of that? Do you, you know, do you think of that kind of stuff? I do. I do now that I'm older. I don't know why. Why now that I'm older? Why, why didn't I think of this stuff when, I, you know, like uh, even, you know, even 50 or 20 years ago, why didn't I think of this stuff? Well, because uh, you're busy doing life and you don't have time to think about those things, but also because you're older, you have, you, I, I think most people gain an appreciation for things when, as they get older that they didn't have before. Right. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to Shelby about that over the weekend. Um, we we had a, we had a zoom session and, um, I was talking about how my eyesight, I, you know, if I'm grateful for things, you you know, think each day, like, what can I be grateful for today? (laughs) Well, the ability to see, so you can see the night sky, people don't stop and think about how thankful they are or should be for the ability to see. And I understand that some people never have been able to and they get along just fine. But um, but those of us who are sighted, I think it's a beautiful gift. And um, I oh, had a, an experience a week or so ago where I had an allergy that caused my eyes to puff up and my eyesight to get kind of blurry. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, what if that was a permanent state? It would be horrific to me if I didn't have the ability to Welcome see. Welcome back, Mr. Nickman. So, you know, little things yeah. like that, you you really do start to appreciate and, and pay attention to more as you get older. Well, that, and I then think. plus two, I've had the same, I've had the same thoughts about uh, our hearing, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when was the last time you've been out there? Like, my most favorite time <clears throat> is four 4.30 in the morning. It really is. I love getting up. And unfortunately, because we're so close to Portland, Oregon, it is never really totally dark. Like you said, if we've got a little little cloud cover, the lights from Portland are reflecting out the light. So it's never really totally dark. But there are those mornings when it's clear and it is dark and it is stone quiet. Mm-hmm. nothing I love more than that. It's just, and then it's like, is it really, is it really quiet? You go and I stand out in my yard or I'll stand out in my front yard and I'll just sit there and I'll listen, you know, and you can hear the, you can hear the, 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 the frogs croaking, 
You can hear the crickets. You know, you can hear things scurrying around. You know, just stop and listen to what's going on. That's what I, that's what I love so much about camping. You know, because we'd be out there camping. Every, the campground's shut down. Everybody's gone to bed, gone to sleep. You know, and then you just sit there in your tent. And you just listen to all the stuff that's scurrying around. You can hear yeah. them, you know. And it's you know it's what I like not... at four thirty in the morning. Sleep. I like I like the way the back of my eyelids look at four thirty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's true about camping. Um, when I was growing up, we did not camp in campgrounds. My dad would not camp near other people. And uh -huh. so we had a we had a van and a teardrop trailer and we would go out uh, we would go seeking out places where nobody was and there were no porta potties there were no picnic tables it was right. a, a stone ring that you make your own campfire we always found somewhere near a stream so that we could have water and we would stay two weeks and that was where we would be. And so we got to see those darkness. Well, except for when we would light the campfire, then you can't see the darkness. But um, but we would, we would sometimes <laughs> wait to do that so that we could experience the quiet and the dark. And um, and there were rarely ever any other people coming around. It was a really amazing experience. Yeah. That, uh, th those are good times. Joseph says, hey, listening, listen to snoring, the snoring of other campers. <laughs> well, you know, the one time we took our daughter camping, we took her pretty close to home because we were living in a rural area and we we're pretty close to some camping stuff. And uh, at right at dusk, this group rolled in and, you know, asked if they could camp. And we said, well, sure, you know, you just pick a spot. There are a couple of empty spots. And those people parked, set up their tents and partied until two in the morning when we finally got back in our car and left we left our tent set up we left everything there and went mm. back home because they could they wouldn't they wouldn't be quiet and sleep and they were walking and brushing our tent they were walking uh. by and through our campsite and touching our tent in the middle of the night it was yeah I, I hate i hate campers like that you know no respect for everybody else no. We've been pretty and the fortunate. camp host was gone to a party, so they weren't there regularly. Oh, great. The place. <laughs> great. Yeah, we've always been pretty fortunate when we were camping. Uh, we'd be there with uh, with courteous and other campers that are like-minded, you know. I mean, you know, the sun goes down. Yeah, the fires are going, but the, the talk's gone down to a whisper, you know. People are down to a whisper, you know, and and uh, if kids start to get a little loud, it's like, hey, 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 you know, let's keep it down. You got other people here, you know, other people are here, keep it down. Now it's not the time for loud, you know. And uh, yeah, I love those kind of places. I, I don't, I don't go camping. I don't want to go out there camping just to be around people I can be in my neighborhood, you know. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. You you want to be able to go and experience nature better, you know, going to camping instead of you know, trying to experience nature in your backyard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, it it baffles the mind that there are people who live in cities, big cities, who maybe don't ever go outside the city or, or don't travel far or whatever, who've never seen 
the darkness of the night sky the way it should be. I, you know, that's kind of a, a mind blowing thought when you think about it. Yeah. There's never been anybody to actually see a dark sky. Yeah. I mean, they're living in places where, I mean, they can probably barely see the moon, you know, until it's a full moon, but they can't see the different stages of the moon, you know? Um, And that's, that's another thing I love. I love going outside with a full moon. I love the moon. I mean, it's just, it's just an awesome sight, you know, and, and to think that you're seeing the same thing that hundreds of generations before you have done, you know, they've looked up and seen the same thing that you're looking at. I, it's just amazing. It's mind boggling. And that, you know, do, does anybody share that stuff with their kids or their grandkids <laughs> anymore? I don't know. I don't know. I remember waking my kids up at three in the morning once. Three in the morning. When we lived in Prescott Valley. Waking them up at three in the morning, taking them outside so they could see the lunar eclipse. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, you guys, look, and explaining it to them. And they're there outside, you know, they they're all wrapped up in their in their blankies, you know, and I'm trying to look, look, you see what's happening? Look, is this, you know, explaining it, you know, and it was all, can we go back to bed now? Yeah, go ahead, you ungrateful, ungrateful toads. Go on, get back to bed. <laughs> we used to do summer nights, uh, late, well, anytime in July or August were the best months uh, when you're at the new moon or or no moon we would Mm -hmm. go out for the week several days in a row and take our camping mat and lay down on the driveway um out in our rural property and just look at the sky we would yeah the whole family we would just lay down next to each other on the little cement slab in front of the garage and watch the sky for an hour or two and usually yeah. in August, you get meteor showers. So, mm-hmm. you know, you get the shooting star look every so often, which is pretty amazing. Joseph, you're heading out. Thank you, brother. Thanks for coming in. And thanks for uh, talking with us this morning and and uh, and bringing to light uh, that uh, that uh, LM. I forgot the name of it already. LMS. LMS uh, podcast. Thank you. Make sure you check that out. Thanks, Joseph. Have a great day, brother. He says he's Hi, got Joseph. to head out. Happy Hi, President's Day to you, too. Happy President's Day. Right. You know, well, President's guess, Day... Go ahead, Art. I guess for anybody who's just joining us, you are checking out the Monday edition of the Old Man's Podcast Show. It's our, our President's Day episode. And, of course, you know, we also got a couple of announcements to make. We still got our February live show engagement score contest going on, so keep the chat engagement going, whether you're chatting or liking or sharing the show or flicking the gold beans or we might even invite you up on the call panel to to contribute today's show and in case you missed on friday cindy is our lucky winner in the february trivia contest and we'll be doing the trivia contest again march 8th through the 15th under the subject of tv which we hope friends will join us for that for another chance to win a glowflow denver gift certificate yeah and you want to get those engagement points i say how do i get engagement points come into live show that kicks it off and then you hit the share button um, and uh, or the like button, and uh, you start those little numbers start clicking up, clicking up, clicking up, clicking up. And uh, if you reply to each other in the uh, chat room or to us, and uh, we'll try to say what your uh, 
we'll try to uh, you know tell everybody what you're you're typing in the chat room because we like our people that are listening on the downloads uh, to know what we're replying to. You know. Oh yes. Uh, I, I never did like those shows where the co- the host gets really quiet and goes, <laughs> "Yeah, I know, right, right." <laughs> it's like, well, what, what are you laughing at? What did he say? What did he say? So we always like to uh, share what people well, are saying in the chat room because uh, it gives, it adds mm-hmm. to the conversation. So doing that, uh, if you call into the show and we we hook up with you, you can get points that way. And uh, yeah, and then uh, the well, we'll declare the winner on the 29th. Go ahead, Eric. Well, and, and for anybody who's downloading the published episodes, whether they're on Spotify, Google Play, Apple iTunes, Amazon Music, or any of the other you know, podcast platforms, um, if you've never heard of Podbean, and Podbean, once again, is spelled P-O-D-B-E-A-N, you're missing out on some great live shows and other awesome independent content creators. And when you come in on Fridays, that'll be our Promote Your Podcast Day. And if you download the Podbean app, you can come into our live shows and interact and you might even get inspiration to start your own podcast. Yeah, and it's a good deal. It's a good deal to do. Uh, Podbeam is really user-friendly, uh, user-friendly, easy to do, and uh, get going, get started. As a matter of fact, if you would go to our webpage, www.theoldmanspodcast.com, look at the tabs along the top. You'll see a tab there that says Partners. Click that tab. And when that page opens up, the first thing you'll see is a link to Podbean. Hit that link and it'll put you right there what you need to start doing to get your own podcast going. Uh, So there you go. Check out Podbean. Uh, Let's see. uh, I'll be here Friday. uh, And if it's all right, I'll talk about my new show. Of course it's all right. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here to do to help you get you going. uh, let's see. Is is Cindy is Cindy still here? Is Cindy still in the chat? Yeah, there she is. I tell you, Cindy, Miss Cindy, you have been putting out some great podcasts. Little podcasts, they were five, ten minutes long or whatever, fifteen minutes or whatever. But she has been doing some great podcasts. I've caught a couple of them on the downloads. You want to check out Cindy? Uh, they're just uh, short and to the point, and a lot of fun. Check out Cindy's podcast. Uh, and check out uh, Shelby, Shelby's Herbal Talk with Shelby's yes. podcast. Check out her yes. podcast. And Russ has got a ton of podcasts. I think, Russ, I think, what are you doing? Like about 20 hours worth of podcasting a day now? <laughs> He's putting out a ton of ton of uh, of uh, subjects. Good times. Good times. And then, of course, Joseph has his podcast uh, that he does. Uh Short and to the point also, uh, Foolish Thoughts by a Fool for Learning podcast. That's Joseph's podcast. Check him out. Good times. Good times. So President's Day says here, like the other founding fathers, George Washington was uneasy about the idea of publicly celebrating his life. He was the first leader of the new republic. Uh, says, and yet the nation will once again commemorate the first U.S. president on Monday, 292 years after he was born. Good grief. Uh, The meaning of President's Day has changed dramatically from being mostly unremarkable and filled with work for Washington in the 1700s Uh, to its consumerism bonanza 
it has become today. For some historians, the holiday has lost all discernible meaning. Isn't that true with just about any and all federal holidays? They've lost their true meaning. Yes. I think they have. Yeah. I mean, it's all just a, a big whatever. What are we celebrating? Uh, uh, the president's uh, birthday. Yeah, because it used to be celebrated Lincoln's uh Lincoln's birthday first, I believe, and then no, Washington, Washington in January and Lincoln in February. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. And then they decided to combine them. Why did Why did they ever decide to combine them? Because now it's not just about Washington and Lincoln; it's all Presidents' Day. Oh. All the presidents we've ever had, presidents plural possessive day. Uh, well, yeah, but isn't it still on the books as uh, Washington's birthday, I believe, isn't it? I think it's, it's Lincoln's still... birthday, isn't it? Lincoln's birthday. And uh, I don't know. It's, 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 it's on the books as a combination of Washington and Lincoln's observation. Oh, Washington but, Lincoln. But, but, the, but the idea behind switching it to one day and making it plural possessive was that it's just a recognition of all presidents. So nobody has their little butts hurt. Nobody gets butt hurt by it. <laughs> yeah, they all get the trophy. <laughs> yeah, they all get the trophy. Yeah. Uh, oh, it says here, um, Washington was born in February 22nd, 1732, uh, on Pope's Creek Plantation near the Potomac River in Virginia. Technically, though, it says here, technically, he was born February 11th, under the ancient Julian Canada, uh, calendar, which was still in use for the first 20 years of his life. And then the, the Gregorian calendar uh, intended, to, intended to more accurately mark the solar year was adopted in 1752, adding 11 days. So how would you like in the middle of your life that they changed the calendar on you? What the, what's that all about? You know, <laughs> I don't, I've never understood all that stuff. Either way, Washington paid little attention to his birthday, according to the uh, some Mount Vernon dot org, uh, the website of the organization that manages his estate. Surviving records make no mention of observations at Mount Vernon, while his diary shows he was often hard at work. He is a working man. Uh, if he had it his way, he would be at home with his family, Cole said. Maybe some beloved nieces and nephews and friends uh, would be there. And Martha's recipe for a indulgent cake. Now, that's a good name for a cake. That means they put sugar in it. <laughs> and maybe really? it got a little butter. Ah, <laughs> oh, an indulgent cake. Had a had a little if extra. You, if extra you spared cake. eggs, butter, and sugar for anything, it was indulgent at that time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you couldn't just run to the store and get those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't just jump in your car and go to the store five minutes away and pick up some more. No, and butter took time to make. And if you didn't yeah. have buttercream to make it with, you didn't get you didn't get butter. And some of, some people didn't, they didn't own a cow. They didn't get butter. Yeah. Think about that back then. I mean, you wanted butter. So you had to come up with something that you could train with the guy with the cow to get some cream. Right. 
And so if he already had his own chickens, he doesn't need your eggs. No. no. Man, what would you? Well, that some makes people life, traded makes... Uh, sewing, so uh, mending Crap. and sewing. I'll, I'll yeah. trade you mending and sewing for a little bit of butter. Uh, maybe a little uh, manpower. I'll come and help you with uh, mend these fences or something. Yeah, yeah. I'll help you. I'll help you build that barn, uh, and if later on I can get some. Uh, some milk from you or dairy or something. Yeah. Yeah. Bartering. I I think we need to go. I think we should go back to bartering. Uh, I always thought bartering, bartering is a good way to go. You know, I will trade you this service for that, that item or that service that you have to offer. I mean, I, yeah. I thought that was the way. Well, and there are the, small intentional communities that do that. And of course they have to pay, you know, whatever property tax and stuff to the outside world. And some of them have to have jobs to bring in other things, but within the community itself, they, that's what they do. Hey, they Brian. operate on the barter system. Yeah. I, I like that. I mean, I, I really do, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, it brought villages closer together. It brought little, you know, groups of community closer together because you, see, everybody knew everybody and everybody knew what, commodity someone else could offer and you know they had a system going and it brought people closer together you know they didn't just drive home and get in their garage and close the garage door and go in the house without ever talking to their neighbors right right hey brian. and everybody got, everybody got to know everybody hey brian good to see you thanks george see you later uh yeah i mean like you know, I mean, I can't do it anymore because of the cars nowadays. But I mean, if we were back in the 70s and that when I used to be able to work on people's cars, you know, man, my car's running really rough. I don't know what to do. I'll tell you what, it needs a tune up. I'll tune up your car if you go mow my lawn. You know, that I'd kind take of that deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that kind when of I worked stuff. At a, I used to work at a soil laboratory. They did soil testing for agricultural, you know, uh, clients. And part of my job, aside from preparing the soil for the testing, was to do the lawn. And it was a, thankfully a smallish front yard in front of two buildings. But I had to do it by hand, a, a hand push mower, not a gas mower, but the little the little round thing that you push and, and the blades go around. And for trimming, I had to use hand clippers down uh -huh. on my hands and knees edging the lawn with hand clippers <laughs> old school yeah yeah i was talking to a, i was talking to my friend of mine and uh i think it was roberto and he was talking about how he had to go out and uh i gotta go mow my lawn and he's got this big gorgeous house with like about uh, uh, an eighth of the land that i've got with where we live you know i mean he's got this little patch of grass you know yeah i gotta go out there i go really what do you use the mower? And he goes oh i got my push mower i go you got a push mower he goes well yeah yeah i got a push mower. and then after the more talking we did find out it's just a it's just a regular power lawnmower that he pushes it's not a riding one i go oh roberto that's not a push mower a push mower a push mower is when you push it and you got these blades in there and you you build up um, inertia by the gears and everything. And then it, it, when you stop, it goes, you know, it keeps spinning. 
That's yes. the kind of push more you're talking about, Shonda. Yeah, I remember having to use those, man. Those were a workout. Well, yeah. yes, and and that that's true that people call the other kind push mowers today, but the the gas powered or electric mowers are not technically push mowers. <laughs> the push mower no. has nothing propelling it but you and your arm strength and your body strength. Yeah. Yeah. For you people with kids. And you know what else? Those were very hard to keep sharp. They were. They get, you had to... they get dull so fast. Yes. And you had to know how to file sharpen blades uh, because it was curved. It was a curved blade, you know. And yeah. uh, I mean, you could use a grinding wheel, but it would be hard. It was much easier just to use a file. Yeah. File sharpen blades. Uh, you know, the one thing that yeah, what what happened to you? Don't see any of that stuff anymore. Hand well, sharpening. that would be worth that would be worth some butter if you're churn if you're <laughs> mowing somebody's you know grass with yeah. one of those, then you're definitely you know your value is equal to some butter that someone else had to use their manual strength to churn. Yeah, or you see them and you go, uh, man, your blade isn't cutting very good. Yeah, they need to be sharpened. Well, I'll sharpen those blades for you, you know, for a couple of gallons of fresh milk, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 I, uh, we, uh, I, I hand sharpen a lot of stuff here. I mean, I hand sharpen my, my axes. I, I, uh, hand sharpen my, uh, my blades on my lawnmower. You know, I used to use a file on everything, but now I've got a little grinding wheel. It See makes it a little bit easier. But you're still kind of basically doing it by hand. You're grinding it, you know. Um, I, um, what was I going to say? Oh, I bought an extra set of lawnmower blades so I could always have one that's sharp. You know, I sharpen it, it's sitting there hanging. So if I need to change my blades out, just loosen up a couple of bolts, change the blades, and I'm out there banging on the lawn again. But uh, Abraham Lincoln, he was a lumberjack. I mean, he was a lumber guy. You know, he knew how to cut trees down. And they said they talked to him once. They asked, they, oh, Abe, they had a tree there, probably with about a, you know, about a eight-inch trunk, eight-inch, 10-inch trunk. And they asked him, how long would it take you to chop this tree down? And he said, six hours. And they go, six hours? Good Lord, that's a long time to chop that tree down. He goes, yeah, but six, uh, uh, four hours of it is me sharpening my axe. <laughs> Welcome back, Crash. <laughs> you know, because he's sh he's sharpening his axe and that kind of stuff. Uh, so, you know, four hours to sharpen the axe, two hours to chop the tree down. And I thought that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense, you know, because there's there's a knack, there's an art to sharpening things. You know, I used to keep all my knives all super sharp around here. I've got, I have since got away from it. I was thinking I need to pick that all back up and start doing it again. Because I, the one thing I used to love is sharpening knives. Something, you know, you get yourself a whetstone and you just sit there and you just work that blade on that stone and uh, get it nice and sharp. Yeah. I got too There's many. There's definitely knives. an art to that. I was never good at it. And, um, you can, you, if you get the angle wrong or, I mean, you can damage your blade by doing it wrong. Yep. Yeah, I mean, if you comes here in his truck and he rings a bell in the summer, he has like an old cowbell. He's got to be like 80 now and he has everything in the back of his pickup. 
in a cab and he rings his bell yelling knife sharpening oh yeah <laughs> comes yeah. up cool. ten dollars and he'll do everything you want him to do oh yeah and it'd be sharp forever those old oh, guys they are. and they're it. like so sharp that you will literally cut everything and anything yeah the the one thing i learned in sharpening them sharpening them by hand with a stone is that uh, i never used to do this but 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 I learned that after you use the stone and you get it like you want it, then you take that, like a barber used to have that strap, that, yep. that leather strap where you go with it. Well, what that does is that polishes up that edge really good. And I learned that after you sharpen your knife on a stone, you do that. That kind of like puts the final touch on that blade is use that strap. So I've got straps hanging around and, uh, Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's fun sharpening. It's fun sharpening uh, knives by hand. Get them I nice. I had my sewing scissors sharpened by a guy like that. Crash. Oh yeah, that's the yeah. best. I have my um, scissors I use for sewing, and my ones I use for baking, like for cutting fondant and stuff. And oh, yeah. they're super sharp. But I have one of those. What are they called? Is it a steel? The thing you hold that sharpens knives. It's like. A piece of metal it's like a file almost and people sharpen their knives on it um i've seen several things like that i yeah i, I, I probably know steel, what you're talking about but it's my grandfather's from like world war ii and i have it because when my mom passed it i took it because nobody else wanted it i don't think anyone knew what it was but i'm too you too chicken to use it though because you know yeah, Russ says he uses a whetstone. Uh, that's what I use too. Um, uh, but uh, you know, and then like a, you know who else is good at sharpening knives? Chefs. Chefs are good at sharpening. Yeah, knives. well, they, yeah, they learn that as part of their training. And they got that little uh, rod, and then they go sh -sh 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 with the knife on both sides of that rod. That's what I'm talking about. That rod. Isn't oh, it is that what you're talking about? That rod. Yeah, isn't it called oh, yeah. a steel? I, I have no idea, Kat. I don't know what it's called. The rod that the chefs use, because he worked in a restaurant, that sharpen their knives, is it called a steel? I really never knew what that was called. I so never knew what it was called either, let's yeah. Let's consult the internet. Let's consult Google. Hey, Ryan, Google, Ryan, what are you out. doing? Um, yeah. I worked in a restaurant. That's why I asked him. I used to have actually. Oh yeah, have steel, S-T-E-E-L, just calling it a steel or a honing rod. A okay, honing. Well, yeah, I, ah, that's what I remember. Because them sharpening call. is not called sharpening when you're when you're sharpening a knife. It's called honing. Technically, right. but the tool is called a steel. Yeah, or a honing rod. A steel or a honing them. rod. We call it a steel here in Canada. Honing rod. Yeah. Or yeah. really, really, if you're in the kitchen and you need to sharpen a knife, you're like, hey, man, let me hold a knife sharpener. Right, right, right. To be honest. Give me that thingamajigger that sharpens knives. Yeah, it's like, let, let me hold a knife sharpener and you just sharpen it and bring it back. <laughs> yeah, I've got a couple little handheld things that I use uh, that I got uh, that do a real good job. They got a regular, they got a coarse, a coarse cutter in it, and then they got a uh, a fine cutter in it. And the fine cutter is actually ceramic. It's made out of ceramic and puts a real good, real and, uh, good. Most restaurants, most restaurants nowadays uh, change out their knives every week. They have a company that will come by and change out all their knives. Yeah, they lease them, don't they? Really? 
Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You just sign a contract and yeah, they come and change them out every week. Yeah, yeah I got to like get aprons and, and oh, yeah, clean aprons and sharp knives. Yeah, clean aprons and sharp knives. Sharp knives. Yeah, I used to do uh, Grammy scissors uh, and all that stuff too. And yeah, you say you got, you know, you sharpen your scissors for your sewing, Shonda, your sewing. Yeah. I remember one time I was cutting paper with, uh, I was cutting paper on our, on our kitchen, on our kitchen table, our dining room table. And my mom just walking by, do, 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 stops, comes back, goes, <laughs> where'd you get those scissors? <laughs> I got them from over there, you know, over there by the sewing machine. <laughs> and it's like, oh man, you never yeah, use. Yeah, you my do phone. not touch, oh, and you don't use hair scissors anything on, on no. any of hair. No, you don't. Exactly. Uh, you don't. You don't use grant. You don't use uh, mom's uh, uh, linen. You know, sewing, sewing scissors. scissors yes. No, those are for fabric only. Yeah. <laughs> hey Ross, remember this morning we were talking and you, we didn't know how much snow we had in inches. It is thirty-two point three inches of snow that I have. Wow! So yeah, almost three foot. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's right yeah, up the I door. I remember my mom caught me stripping wires, Shonda, stripping wires with her. Oh, the humanity! Oh, well, I didn't have a knife. Boy <laughs> thing to do because my son used to buy haircutting scissors to cut up she, his stuff. For she his probably problem. felt like piercing me in the chest with those scissors. Uh-huh. Yes. I think, as a matter of fact, I think she yeah, told me, you, you know, I call the guy with the truck and have him yeah. sharpen them again. I, I think she actually told me I'd I'd stab you in the heart with these, but you've dolled them that doll now. They won't even. <laughs> <pierce you. laughs> Well, those were the days when the parent could say those things and nobody would bat an eye because you know they're not serious. My mom used to say, I'm going to rip your arm off and beat you with the bloody end if you don't stalk back. Oh, you know, yeah. I used to hear that all the time, too. Yeah. 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 And, you know, you tell people that now and they're like, oh, you must be so psychologically traumatized. Well, yeah, I don't, wasn't uh, don't turn, don't tune into my lunch show then. That's yeah. abuse to your kids. So, I used that. to love it when they turn around. I'd yeah. be in my aunt and uncle's cars because I couldn't fight with myself. I still talk to my kids that. that way. But I'd be in my aunt and uncle's car with all my cousins, and my aunt would turn around. Don't make us stop and turn around this car. We'll beat your ass all the way home. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, my, my parents' car is a lot quieter. They're like, what? I'm like, it's only me in the back seat. They don't yell. <laughs> yeah. Turn up the radio and ignore me. <laughs> it was always amazing to me how my mom could drive with one hand, hold, uh, one hand holding a cigarette and be swinging at us with her other hand in the back seat. <laughs> and, still oh, yeah. and, and still and steering and still stay in traffic and still stay on the road. <laughs> and that still was, didn't hit anybody, but boy, didn't that, hit that anybody. arm is moving all, all around. Never hit anybody. Worked the pedals fine. Made the stops at the stop signs and everything. Yeah. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, we, you know, yeah. And I heard this comedian, I um I can't I can't remember his name. He's an Asian, he's a Korean Asian comedian, and he's from Texas. And uh he is absolutely hilarious. He uh when I when I saw him for the first time. 
he comes out on stage and I mean, he's got the Korean name and everything, you know, and uh, he comes out on stage and then he starts talking like he's from Texas, like this. <laughs> and he up. goes, and he goes, yeah, you're all messed up now, ain't you? Y'all confused. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. And then he explained it. You know, I'm Korean. I'm, I'm born in Korea. I was raised in uh, Texas. He was raised in some town in Texas. And, uh, but he is absolutely hilarious. He goes, you know what's wrong with the with the kids nowadays? They need to be they need to be popped. <laughs> he goes, my dad used to pop us all the time. He goes, your kids are acting up and doing this. They won't mind you and all that. And you take them out in the back and give them a pop. <laughs> and I was laughing because no. it was so true. It was so true. And After that's what I was you talking. tend to their hormone balance by fixing their pineal gland because yeah. they can't help it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but maybe a nice little pop uh, will straighten that pineal gland, uh, gland out. You never know. <laughs> uh, I heard this one comedian talking about ADHD. Uh, what is it? ADHD? ADHD or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. And he, he was saying, you know, my dad used to cure us from that ADHD. He'd grab us by the collar and get within six inches of our face and yell at us as loud as he can. Stop it. Straighten us up like there. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's uh, even back in the day, like our school, when I started school, we had straps still in school. If you were bad, the principal was allowed know, we had to we had the, the whack we had on the, the hand. What did they call it? The Board of Education. They called our, the principal would spank us with the Board of Education. Yeah. No, you know what? And we, our principal, she was my principal till like grade six and she got really sick. And then we got this other guy. And, but the one we had, she would threaten the strap. She'd get you in the office and she'd hit the desk telling you to scream. Henry Cho, Brian, you're right. Henry Cho, that guy is hilarious. Oh, I've and seen he's a lot. very he's a very clean comedian too. He's very clean, uh, no cussing, no cussing, and uh, he's he's just a great comedian. I I heard him tell a story about he was going to go to Korea with his dad. He'd never been to Korea, so he's going to Korea with his dad. Go visit family members. He says they fly to Korea. They get off the plane. They get out into the out into the airport. He says, and then all of a sudden, he goes, "Now I know what my dad looks like." He goes, but then when we get to the airport, he says, all of a sudden, there's thousands of people that look exactly like my dad. And he goes, "I lost my dad. I lost. I lost my dad. I couldn't find him." And I thought that was hilarious because he had never been to Korea. You know, he'd never been to Korea. That's but he is hilarious. a. It, you need to look him up. Henry Cho. He is a very funny, funny man. Yeah. And uh, you don't have to be, you don't have to worry about being, you know, lambasted with, uh, you know, a bunch of language and that. He's a very clean comedian. Funny guy. Funny, funny young man. Uh, just a great comedian. And see, that's what got me thinking about comedy and humor when I was looking at him. You know, what, what is it that's, what, what is this funny? You know, what, what, what is it that makes things funny? Like, you know, Shonda, like I could, I could laugh at something. I think Shonda, you and I are pretty close in our sense of humors. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we'd see things like, I mean, like, I mean, anybody like you and I, I mean, if we laugh when we see our, our moms fall down, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're pretty much going to laugh at anything. You know, we're wanting to help them up and we're, we're concerned for their well being, but we're laughing at the same time. 
Mom, you should have seen you, man. Your arms were flailing like a man. I tell you what, man, you hit the ground like a sack of potatoes. Anyone know. that falls on the ice or you're out and it gets splashed with a puddle, you know it's not right to laugh, but you do. I I don't know why I don't know why we say it's not right to laugh. I mean, you just do. I know. I, and that's just what it is. You know, what is it what is it about us that tickles our fancy? You know, what why do we laugh? Well, why my daughter laugh? stubbed her toe the other day when she was here. And she's jumping around, grabbing her foot, and I'm laughing. trying not to laugh. And I've got my hands uh -huh. over my face because I know she's mad. She sat down in my chair, and I'm like, "Don't!" I'm trying to tell her not to sit there because the leg was broken. It oh, fell no. from behind her, and she holds up her drink. She goes, "I did not spill my pop." And I'm like, "That's really good." But how do you Brian, feel? <laughs> Brian tells me that Henry Cho is 61. I think that's to me replying to him. Reply or making the statement that he's a he's a fine young man. Well, Brian, at my age, sixty one, he is a young man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, it's uh, that's like a John Ritter skit. You know, he was very good at physical oh, comedy. I, like I that. miss him. Yeah, I loved him. And what is it about slapstick? We see we see that uh, that uh, you know that kind of humor, and it's it's uh, it, it's funny. You, it, you just like the Three Stooges. It was funny yeah. watching Mo, you know, funny watching Mo, you know, uh, slapstick and, uh, you know, people, you know, being bonked in the head and That's all that. That's the well, kind you that know, I don't like, actually. But we'll talk about that next week. Right. But, you know, <laughs> but Shonda, but Shonda, you know what? I was just thinking when I said that, because we were talking earlier about soundtracks and that. Yeah. What made it funny? It was the noises. Oh, yeah. And the pink and bonk and boink. Yeah, yeah it was the soundtrack that made it funny, not so much what yeah, they were the doing. Did you know the uh, Coen And they brothers. made all little muttery sounds. You know, they would they yeah. would make their own little sounds, which also added to it. I was just thinking <laughs> that noise in my head, whoever did that. Um, uh, I was like the Coen brothers. They did a, re they did a Three Stooges movie. Uh, with uh, oh, I can't remember the guys that played the uh, the Three Stooges, but uh, you know they made a more modern movie and it had it's not uh, many so Mo and Jack. No, no, no. It was this. Uh, no, it was uh, <laughs> Mo, Larry, and Curly. I mean, they went by the regular names, but it was different actors. Oh, okay. Uh, but the anyway, Pet Boys. Yeah. I it was a Pet Boys reference. You oh, know, the, uh, I, oh, okay. Yeah, many I got Mo and Jack, like oh. Larry, uh, Larry, Mo, and Curly. Oh yeah, okay. When I was a kid, I used to I made the connection between those in my mind, probably just yeah. because of the mo part. Yeah, but, almost like almost like they were a, com a comedy team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that the the, the pet pet boys. boys somehow maybe played off of that when they were creating they that. Yeah. Oh, and so here's to your little joke. Oh, come on, Shonda. Come on, Shonda. You know that was funny. Come on. Don't clam up on me now, sister. Anyway, they made that movie and they had the same slapsticks. Is it slapstick or slap schlick? I don't know. It's just stick. Or, yeah, there is, you can do the shtick or you can do slapstick. Okay. Well, they had the same kind of humor in there. And at the end of the movie, when they're going through and they do all the movie and they're going through the credits, halfway through the credits, they break to those guys and they go, look, do not take a hammer and hit your brother in the head. We <laughs> use special things when we make this movie. 
see how flexible and, <laughs> and funny this hammer is? It's because it's soft. It's not. I mean, they had to do. They had to do a, cl- a disclaimer. Oh, they sure, had to because do a dumb kids on the playground were banging each other in the head with things. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to reenact to the show. <laughs> yeah, but those were today's kids. Our kids, we grew <laughs> up with that stuff. We didn't do it. Oh, we know. You know what? We used to do you weren't eating Tide Pods. <laughs> yeah, we that. weren't eating the Tide Pods. Yeah, we weren't eating Tide Pods. Exactly. Uh, uh, like we grew up with the Roadrunner and the Coyote cartoons, and we oh never thought about going, we never thought about going out and blowing Dropping up. Dropping an anvil on someone. Yeah, head. you didn't drop an anvil on anybody. <laughs> no. <laughs> My dad and I used to watch that every Saturday morning together. Oh, we watched like them all the time. Yeah. You know, another one that was good, another cartoon that was good like that is Tom and Jerry. The, oh. stuff, that, the stuff that they pulled on each other? Mm-mm-mm. The new Tom and Jerry isn't as funny. No, it's not. It's mm-hmm. not going to be. Those old cartoons were awesome. They were Same awesome. as the new Flintstones. Not as funny. Mm-mm. No. No. But Mm-mm. also, that goes to our talk from before. Why are they remaking the old stuff calling it the same thing just how about come up with an actual funny something new that isn't That's a remake of something movies. old they're yeah, coming out with all these movies like they're doing roadhouse over again and jake oh, gyllenhaal no. playing patrick twayze i'm like no right. who like, jake no. gyllenhaal yeah is that who you just said yeah yeah who so, decided that cast who is the casting the director for that? that i want to the same person that did the original roadhouse I don't know. The so Tom and Jerry chose Jake You can't Gyllenhaal. get the old ones anymore because they, they're not putting them out, so you have to actually find some of the old tapes. Um, however, uh, <clears throat> due to the Freedom of Information Act, uh, you can go to the CIA's website and download all the old Tom and Jerry's because <laughs> when, they caught, when they caught Osama bin Laden, he had a full repertoire of the old Tom and Jerry's on his laptop. Oh there you go. I so have anybody ITV looking TV. for that? So I have Gary says. <laughs> Gary says Me TV. M E T V has cartoons in the morning. Me TV. Hey, speaking of shows, speaking of shows, I've been wanting to see this, and I finally saw it. Uh, you know, I'm a. I, I love the movie Color Purple. I know people are thinking, really? I love that movie Color Purple. I've seen it a. I've seen it a dozen times because it's just a great movie, great story. And uh, so I've been wanting to see the new version of it. Oprah, uh, new one? The, the new version of it with the uh, where they have a lot. It's a, it's a musical. I got to tell uh, and people were saying, oh, it's terrible. Uh, they ruined it. And this, and I got to tell you what, that's a fantastic musical. If you love musicals, watch the new Color of Purple. The Color Purple. It's a great musically. It is fantastic. Story wise, yeah. What's the story like? It's really the story is really close to the first movie. It's really close huh. to the same the same story, but they just threw in music to it. And I tell you what, I I love musicals, and I think I honestly I think that the reason nobody likes the newer one is because they don't they don't understand. Like Paul said right there. He don't do musicals. I don't understand why people don't do musicals. Musicals are awesome. I guess because I was raised around musicals and I did all my music. I'm a music person. I love music. But this was really well done. And it had that 
uh, American Idol win a winner, Fantasia. She plays the uh, the main character. Uh, oh, I know what you mean. She's still uh, got a great. She's got a great voice. But it it's a good it's a good movie. And if you love musicals, man, you need to watch it. Especially if you like, especially if you like the movie Color Purple, you know, uh, you'll really enjoy this. And uh, it's it's got the yeah, it's just great. Uh, Grammy and I watched it yesterday. Uh, great movie. Another movie I watched, which is a musical, is I watched that Aretha Franklin movie, Aretha, with J uh, with uh, Jennifer Hudson in it playing Aretha Franklin. Another great movie. It's a it's done along it's done as well and along the lines of Ray, the movie that uh Jamie Foxx did about Ray Charles. Great music, great music. I mean, these these movies have some awesome music in it. And uh and like in Aretha, same as in uh the movie Ray. In the movie Ray, welcome. uh Jamie Foxx, Jamie Foxx did a lot of his own singing. He adapted, you know, to try to sound like Ray Charles, and he did a great job. Jennifer Hudson did the same thing in this movie. She sang almost all the uh, Aretha Franklin songs herself, uh, and uh, and it's done too. Yeah, the Elton John movie that that's a good one. These uh, biopics, the things done with. Uh, uh, I watched another thing on Queen, uh, uh, Freddie Freddie Mercury. That now they said this thing in in that movie with Freddie Mercury because and. They, uh, you know, Freddie Mercury, he died of complications of AIDS. Okay, with AIDS. And uh, he really got sick at the end. I mean, he, you know, he lived a very, uh, it was not a very, how do you, you know, it's hard to say it wasn't a good death. It wasn't a good death. I mean, he was, he was sick and he wasn't healthy. And he, and, uh, but they said the one thing about him was he could still sing. He could still sing like Freddie Mercury leading up mm -hmm. into the day he died. And then this, this, uh, this uh, sound guy, this music producer, said the one thing about a uh, one thing about talent, talent is not hindered by um, by disease and uh, uh, and growing old. And and I was thinking, how true is that? How true is that? Because have you heard Tom Jones sing lately? I mean, these guys they get old and they still have the pipes. Man, they can still sing. It's amazing to me. And now I thought that was such a great statement that she said that you know age and uh, age and disease cannot take away their talent from them. Awesome yes. statement. Yeah, good singers. Well, Paul G and, and says know, my musical, uh, my musical started and ended with Greece. And um, I think I just interrupted Eric. So go ahead, and then I'll tell you my comment to that. Well. Um well, and I know like some of these like musicians are able to keep their signature sound and how Freddie Mercury was able to keep his signature sound is like he had like a teeth deformity because, you know, like his top teeth were kind of like bent out. Like if you've like noticed like yeah, a, a Bugs Bunny, he had Bugs Bunny teeth. He had an overbite. He had a very narrow palate. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, he did. Yeah, you're um, right. And, and I know the, the sad story about, about Freddie Mercury is for the longest time he had kept his HIV AIDS diagnosis a secret from the world until, <clears throat> excuse me, a day right before he died. Uh, that's when he announced and, and confirmed what people might've suspected all along. And then the next day he was gone. Yeah. 
You know who he's studying? Oh, right. Go ahead, uh, Shonda. Go ahead with your comment on that. Go ahead and finish it. No, if, if you're doing a Freddie Mercury continuation, go ahead. I was going to say that I, I, one thing I learned on this, uh, this thing I watched the other day on Freddie Mercury was the one artist that he, that he, he studied and patterned his work ethics to mm -hmm. Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. Mm -hmm. Especially when Frank Sinatra started and he was playing like he was in these swing bands like with Harry James and that. He was so uh, Frank Sinatra was so precise in how he said his words. He would work on one sentence in a song for weeks to get it perfect before he'd release the song, and that's how that's what Freddie Mercury adopted. And um, what a musical genius Freddie Mercury was! I mean, yeah. that whole Bohemia Rhapsody. He said it was supposed to be three songs. He was working on it. And when he first started working on it, it was supposed to be three songs. But he couldn't quite he couldn't quite find a beginning and an end, you know, for the three different movements. So he just made it all into one big piece, Bohemia Rhapsody. Now, you know, in that one song, too, it's got that Beelzebub, you know, Beelzebub. I can't remember the lyrics, but he talks about they, this. Uh, this reporter goes, yeah, what about Beelzebub? Isn't that, you know, another name for the devil and this and that? And people saying that you're a devil worshiper. And he started laughing. He started laughing in the band. He started laughing. He goes, you know why? You know why I have Beelzebub in there? Why I say Beelzebub? He goes, no. Yeah, that's what we're trying to find out. Why? He goes, it's not because I'm a Satan worshiper. It's not because I don't believe in the devil. I'm a Christian. He goes, but because it's a fun word to say. Isn't it fun? Say Beelzebub. Isn't that fun? That's why I put it in because I like saying it. And uh, it was hilarious. What what a great what a great talent he was. Anyway, go ahead, Shonda. Oh well, you know, following that up is not so great. Mine's a little flat, but I was saying Paul G liked Greece, and it was the only, or maybe he didn't. It was the only musical he listened to. But I am probably the only person on earth who liked Greece too, the sequel better than the original, <laughs> or or as much as. Um, now when it came it out have... when I was a teenager, I watched it 15 times the month Whoa. that it was on, you know, cause back then you, you didn't, you didn't have a way to buy it or, or record right. it. You had to watch it when it was on and cable was new. And so it was on the cable channel that month and it would play over and over. I watched it 15 times that month. Did it have uh, John Travolta and Olivia Newton John in it too? No, it oh, had dreamy Maxwell Caulfield and um, Michelle Pfeiffer. And then a bunch of other people. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I don't think I've seen Grease 2. I've seen the first one. That was a good movie. <gasps> Put, yeah. Well, I can't even sing the song that came to mind because it's a sexual innuendo reference. But oh. But yeah, it's a it's a good, it was a good one. Well, Grease was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I enjoyed yeah, Brian, too. that one. Yeah. Okay. All right. I got you. I guess. Yeah, musicals are musicals are a lost uh, a lost art. I think the last musical that came came out, excuse me, came out of Hollywood was La La Land. I think that was I, the last musical that came out. Did you see La La Land? Never heard of it. I tell you what, it's a good musical. La La Land is a, it's got uh, uh, Ryan Gosling in it, and I can't remember the lady that's in it, uh, but it's a good musical. It is a good musical. The one before that, uh, the musical that they came out with was uh, 
it had sherry in it. It was um, uh, oh, oh, you know the burlesque. It was burlesque. If you haven't seen burlesque, you should watch burlesque. That's my got favorite movie. Awesome. I can watch that over and over and over. Her and Christina Aguilera. Yeah, and another good movie is Chicago. Chicago with uh, um, oh Michael Douglas's wife in it, uh, Catherine Zeta Jones, and uh, that that's a musical, and that is an excellent movie too. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why you people don't like musicals. Musicals are awesome. Did you know Little House of Horrors is a musical? The Little latest horse. Uh, it's a musical. I mean, musicals are awesome. Uh, it really is. I love it when well, they get out. And I know a lot of your D Disney movies that are aimed toward kids, like whether it's Beauty and the Beast or Little Mermaid, you, you hear a lot of singing in those movies. Yeah, yeah. They had a television show. It was supposedly a cop show, but it was done with rock and roll. I mean, they, had, it was, they tried to make a musical out of it, and it mm -hmm. wasn't successful at all. I don't even think it finished the first season. But it was entertaining because they'd come up, they'd be into a scene, and then they'd break into song and sing. Yeah, nothing like I, I love. I love. Uh, I love the old movies when actors could do it all: sing, dance, act. I mean, yeah, that's uh, well, that's I liked, Yeah, I liked the times when singers were actually singing and had singing talent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually stumbled across two good movies this weekend that probably aren't for everyone, but there's it's called one is called Dimensions, and it's um, kind of a a time, a theory of time movie from 2011, and I found it on YouTube. I I don't know if it's streaming anywhere else, but it was good. Dimensions. Who's in it? Who's in it? Um, nobody I knew. It's. Um, Let's see if I can tell you the names. So Henry Lloyd something. Hang on. Did you say it? Does it kind of deal with time travel? Henry Lloyd Hughes. It's time. It's it's about time and, and the way time works and the way time bends. Um, Camilla Rutherford, Patrick Godfrey, Olivia Llewellyn, Sean Hart. Richard Heffer, Georgina Rich, James Green. Yeah. Uh, none of them were names that I recognized. Welcome to um, but, but, but it was a good movie, though. I liked it. It's, oh, it's, okay. it's relatively slow moving for people who, I mean, it's, it's a kind of a period piece set in the late 20s and early 30s. And, um, and it's, it's a story. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a story that moves along, but um, yeah, I thought it was very good. What was the other one you saw? Cato, C-A-D-O. And I learned there are several movies called Cato. So uh, this one is the Patrick Stewart version oh. of Cato. Good uh, actor. I think it's from 2019 and he plays a concert pianist. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I might have to look that up. I love those kinds of movies that center around some kind of um, uh, musician. Uh, you know, I saw, I also saw um, Oppenheimer. I saw that movie over the weekend. 
that movie about the guy that uh, helped develop the atomic bomb. Uh, I know a lot. I mean, people were saying, uh, you know, it, they they didn't want to see it because it dealt with communism and that you couldn't be further from the truth. This is a movie that deals with the heart, the heartache, and trials that this man went through developing the atomic bomb and then the aftermath that he did, how the government went after him and tried to uh, discredit him and everything and make him into being a spy. It's a, it's a very powerful, powerful movie. And uh, it just deals with Oppenheimer. It has very little to do with the actual developing, developing of the uh, atomic bomb. It, uh, just about this man and, uh, the one thing he he's uh, credited in saying, he had a conversation with uh, um, Albert Einstein. And uh, Albert Einstein, he talked with him before the project happened. They were talking because Albert Einstein was against developing the atomic bomb. And they were they're one of their biggest fears in developing the atomic bomb was how it, when they flipped the switch, they were afraid it was going to ignite the atmosphere and they were going to ruin, they were going to destroy the earth. Well, after they did it, they they developed it. They dropped the bombs and that. He runs across Albert Einstein again, and they're talking. And he says, uh, Einstein says, I remember you saying how you felt that the bomb was going to destroy the earth. And uh, Oppenheimer looked at him, and because of the uh, the nuclear war, the nuclear race, you know, the weapons race and all this and that, the Cold War, he looked at Einstein and he goes, it did. It did ruin the world. It did ruin the world. And a uh, very powerful movie. And I didn't realize it was three hours long. It was three hours long, Shonda. Yeah, me and Grammy sat there and watched it. He kept our attention all through it. And then Grammy goes, you know, that movie's three hours long. I went, what? No. <laughs> uh, that's a good movie. Good movie. I don't know. I, you know, there's some historical facts to it, but, but it was a good movie. Good story. Good story. The poor man, the things he went through. It's uh, yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah. Ah, good movies. Love well, a good movie. I guess we've come to the end of it. <coughs> we have come to the end. Um, oh, uh, hey, Robert. While in a bomb shelter, our country wants us to. Our our country wants us oh, to. Oh, yeah. That's uh, the songs. Uh, Brian was mentioning the songs from Greece, too. Oh. Let's okay. do it for our country. Yeah. My, you got some pipes, Shonda. No, I don't. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eric, I'm going to start the theme music and we're going to turn it over to you here in a minute. I want to thank everybody for coming up. Robert, thanks for your input, coming in and input and sharing with us. Crash, Cat, thanks for coming in. Russ, thanks. And of course, Shonda, thank you. Yeah. And Shelby, our... sorry we didn't get to the herbs. Shelby. <laughs> yeah, Shelby. Oh, yeah. Uh, for coming in. I love our Monday show. Starts the hey, week GP, off. Man. Gets our week going. All right, Eric. I'll tell you what. Well, coming up on Podbean, we got Russ going live next. And and I believe he'll also be back later for his normal outside normal show. And then tomorrow evening, be sure to join Russ and Lucky Me when they do a new installment of the True Prime Tuesday. And then, of course, Brett will be doing the Wednesday Night Variety show a little bit later in the week. And, and we also have a few more friends doing shows. Crash should be back Thursday after having to postpone last week. And... Um, Tomorrow will be, of course, Amber May's Day when she joins us and um, and, and some of the other great podcast friends to look out for, including GJRB, you know, 
Radio with Gary and and of course the Beats and Winnie show slightly doomed on Wednesday, the Potluck Podcast, The Swap Doesn't Lie, and more people coming up later this week. Hey, I wonder if I joined Beans and Weenies if they would change your show name to Beans and Weenies uh, doom, slightly doomed with the old man. I mean, they just keep adding. <laughs> they just, you know, the people they add have their own podcast, and they just keep adding the name longer and longer name to it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that would be interesting. You'd have to ask Scooter about that. Man, I wish I'd have thought of that when he was in the show. <laughs> well, Spanky was here earlier, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. I, I should have thought of that when Spanky was in the show. Hey, don't forget Joseph's show. He was with us this morning on the panel, too. Thanks, Joseph. Foolish Thoughts by a Fool for Learning podcast. Our good friend, Ruku's Beer. His YouTube channel where he does beer reviews. And his Sunday morning Stewie Griffith podcast. Check them out. Uh, 6 oh, yes. Oh, Patio podcast with Shane and Lucky Me. Them. Uh, Monica's podcast. Monica's podcast with Tick Radio. T-I-K Radio. And then our good friends over there off the, on the, in the Canary Islands, free, uh, Easy Rider Tenor of Ride Time Radio Podcast. Make sure you check Adam's podcast out. As a matter of fact, you can tune in to Ride Time Radio anytime. It's a 24-hour radio station. Internet oh, radio yes. station. Just tune into that. Check it out. He says it's rock and roll for the adults. Rock and roll for uh-huh. the adults. Well, no and then Russ has got to remind us of his favorite snack. So there, Russ. He ain't going to. He ain't going to tell us. I'm done. He's tired of telling us about it. Anyway. He's he probably getting ready for his show. Hey, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the Old Man's Podcast. It's Eric Rick and the Navigator with our guest co-host and chief navigator, Shonda Sinclair. And uh, we have got to do some talking about, Shonda, your uh, journal your journaling uh, website and all this and that, you really, that thing is cranking up and getting some attention. And uh, we want to make sure, yeah, we want to make sure people know about that. It's really starting to get uh, uh, um, notice and some attention on Twitter. Like it, love it. Uh, So we'll talk. Yeah, I put out my first um, course, my first journal, intro to journaling course this weekend. Oh, absolutely. Yes, so uh, go to Shonda Sinclair on Facebook and on Twitter, and uh, you can find out what we're talking about there and uh, get involved in that, especially if you're somebody that wants to explore uh, the realm of writing, uh, putting yeah. putting words to paper. And uh, I didn't do it, but Shonda, I'm thinking I need to do an author highlight uh, where I interview you. <laughs> Let's wait till I put out a few more things. But no, I, 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 right. I'm I'm offering my new course uh, to 20 people for free. Otherwise, it's oh, five dollars nice. um, because I want some feedback. So if if anybody wants to try it, uh, it's just a little seven lesson course on journaling. And and if you already are an avid journaler, it's not for you. It's for people who are afraid to begin or don't know how to begin. Um, and if you want to try it for free, email the old man at the old man's podcast at gmail.com and I will give out 20 copies. There you go. Or oh, you nice. can call you can call our webpage and leave a voicemail for Shonda. Yeah, look for the little <laughs> microphone in the bottom right corner and send them a Yay, the things we discovered. All right, everybody, we're out of here. We've got to go. We've got to get our week going and our day going. 
You guys get out there and have an awesome day. Hey, you know what? Today is also, I think, uh, do random acts of kindness day. Random acts of kindness day. You don't you don't need a special day to do that. Just do it. Random acts of kindness. See if you can get people to smile and uh, be quick to be kind. Yes. It's family day in Canada. What is it? Family day. Family day. There Government you go. Government holiday, actually. They made it a mandatory holiday where today is family day and everyone spends time with their family. There you go. There you go. And I also want to start saying at the end of the show is don't do stupid stuff. All right. Don't do stupid uh -huh. stuff. It only takes right. 10, sec 10 seconds of stupid will ruin your entire life. So keep that in mind. All right. All, All right. right. We're going to well, we'll do it again 22 hours from now. Yeah. We're going to let Big Rich Dog close this out of here and then we're gone. This is Big Rich Dog from the Dreadnought 928 Podcast, and you've been listening to the Old Man's Podcast with Eric Kirk and the Navigators, live on Podbean. Hit those follow buttons. Keep those downloads coming. We love you guys. Have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern. Later, Gators. Later, Gators. See ya.